when the video was over, they thought it's time to, to play now, you know. I said, no, we have to preach a little bit here. You ready for preaching? <laughs> Amen. Thank God. Good morning. Happy Father's Day. We're still in the morning. And uh, what can I say about Father's Day? It's always good to celebrate it, be at church, review things that fathers ought to do and ought not to do. Uh, but today, I thought of something different. I normally speak to the fathers directly. Today, I picked up, by the grace of God, a, a man. Five years ago, I thought, who is this person in the Bible that he's mentioned in a few verses? And then I was really intrigued by what he did. And uh, I said, oh no, I'll leave it. Five years later, when I was preparing, I said, why did this man came to my mind again? That means... Perhaps the Lord wants me to talk about him. I said, okay. I started studying about him a little bit. I bet you this name was never mentioned in our church since we started. How about that? His name is Bud Zilai. Did I ever mention that before? And I started... You see, when you read, you read the first time in the Bible, you read a story in the Bible, first time, it passes over you. Second time, you understand it better. Please study the Word of God. Third time, you start getting something out of it. Fourth time, you say, aha, there's something there. And that's what happened to me. I'm telling you out of experience. Would you open with me to Second Samuel? Second Samuel. Chapter 19. It's in the Bible. His name is in the Bible. So I'm not talking about any other personality. We have chapter 19, verses 31 and 32. Now, Barzillai, you see, that's the name. Barzillai, the Gileadite, had come down from Rogelim, and he went on to the Jordan with the king to escort him over the Jordan River. Now, Barzillai was very old, being 80 years old, and he had sustained the king while he stayed at Mahanaim for Look at these words. He was a very great man. And I thought about it. I said, what makes this, this man so great? We, can, we read about certain people, he was a great man. Or 
There was a great woman, the Shunammite woman. The Bible says about her, she was a great woman. But this one, there's only a word before it. A very great man. A very great man. I hope, uh, I think it's a good English. A very, what makes him a very great man? I want to talk about him today a little bit and see if we can get some lessons especially for the men, the fathers today, about him. I love character study. I do. Before us today, a man whose commitment, faithfulness, and respect to his king proved to be above reproach. You're going to learn about him today. Fathers and the rest of the congregation, the mothers, too. His name is Barzillai. When I started meditating on the few verses written about him, I found him to be a charming old man. Uh, this, we are not going to discuss today. This, I leave it for you to go and study from 17 to 19. And whenever, when you study about him, you will find him very charming. Okay, he's charming. I was affected by his love. Think, two things struck me. His love. And loyalty to his king. Remember this. So I thought it worthwhile to share it on Father's Day with the rest of the church. His reverence, which I will call, and sincere character in serving his king while in exile meant the world to David. But to him... He felt that his services were trivial and unworthy of any recompense from David. Although he was old and he was not spared the infirmities of old age, if you will please, he retained his humble character displayed in what he did with respect and dignity. Who is this man? This man comes on the pages of history when David was at his lowest ebb of his life. His son formed a, an army against him. He wanted the kingdom. And he followed him and he was fighting with him and the other army. They split to kill him. David was advised to flee. And he crossed the river from the west bank to the east bank and went to Gilead. If you study the second Samuel, you find it. And when he reached there, he, of course, was a refugee. And he needed a place to stay. And one com what comes on the faces of history, here in history, is this man who honored his king, who loved his king, who was loyal to his king, and he welcomed him. He knew he will be in danger if he does this. He knew that if he is doing this, he is going to be attacked. But he said, I know my king. I know him. 
He is an anointed of God. He, the Bible says, he is the man after God's, continue that, on the heart. So he never doubted, regardless who was against him, regardless of the enemies. He said, I'm not, many people came to say, Barzillai, you're 80 years old, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, look, look at the, even his son is against him. Yeah, you should, you shouldn't be supporting the king. He said, as long as I live, Barzillai, with his actions, he said, I will support him until I die. He welcomed the king. I'm giving you this story. He welcomed the king. And not only this, when you studied it, study it, you will come to this conclusion. And he said, we need to keep the king and keep his dignity and support him and offer him everything he needs. So he formed a coalition. We are used to coalition. He formed a coalition of three tribes. He was... He was, he had a, he was a rancher, this guy. And he said, when he comes here and the king came, look what, what who, whom he, he got. So he needed to support the king. He got Shobi, the son of Nehash from Rabbah, chapter, if you will, 18, verse 27, of the son of Ammon. He got Mashir, the son of Amiel, and himself, a Giladite from from Rosalem. What did he do? What did he do? Men. Fathers. This is where. One thing played. In his life. Is loyalty to the king. Today I'm going to talk about loyalty. I'm leading to that. Look what he did. They all brought beds. Basins. Pottery. Wheat. Barley. Flour, parched grain, beans, lentils, parched seeds, honey, curds, sheep, and cheese of the herd for David and for the people who were with him to eat. For they said, the people are hungry and weary and thirsty in the wilderness. While many were after his life. He opened his place as a lodging place for the king. He was a rancher. And he had a large place. And he said, as long as the king is in Gilead, I want to offer my house, my whole ranch, and support him on a daily basis until the Lord says no. Loyalty. Would you say with me he was a man of loyalty and courage? Did he stand against the tide? Did he reject any kind of say what of of discussion or negotiation? Hey, listen, Barzillai, this is not for you. You're an old man, 80 years of age. You need to 
stay aside and leave the king alone. And now his son is going after him. But he says, if his son reaches him, he's going to kill him. And I am not going to let this happen to the king. What kind of a man is he? I would say he is a loyal man. He was first, he strikes me, he strikes me as a loyal to God. Because God anointed David. And he knew God doesn't make mistakes, right? So I will stand on the side of God. This man knew where he was standing. And this is, I want to challenge our fathers today. All the men in, the, in, in here today. Are you standing for God? Are you standing with God? Are you loyal in every way, form or shape to God? Because if you are, I guarantee you, the end, the recompense will be great. I will share with you the results at the end of the message. And we will not take more than the allotted time. Mind you, when Barzillai took David in, David was unpopular. He was a refugee. He was chased by his son and the enemies. But he knew, Barzillai knew that David was a godly man. Although a fugitive, but still a man of God. He sustained him. How long? The Bible doesn't say. But I would say for quite some time. He took care of him. He provided for him. He had security all around him. So no one would touch the king. And all the necessities that the king and all his entourage needed, he provided. He knew he was going to be in danger. But he did not hesitate for one minute to have the king stay at his own ranch and sleep in his own bed. He took his stand Men, I said, this is a man of loyalty and courage. He took his stand against the enemies of the king. And today we are called men to take our stand. And when you, and you say, what am I going to get? I'm going to share with you. When you stand loyal first to your king, our king is the Lord Jesus Christ. When you stand in loyal to your king, you know what? And that will please, will please all the wives in attendance. You'll be loyal to your wives. You'll be loyal to your family. You'll be loyal to your children. You'll be loyal to your boss at work. You'll be loyal to anywhere you go. And people would say, here comes a loyal man. Here's a loyal man. And you know what loyalty begets? Influence. When people see you loyal, they are influenced by your loyalty. 
Loyalty begets the, 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 the son of loyalty is influence. If you're disloyal, your influence will be disloyalty. If you're loyal, your influence will be loyalty on everyone else. You want people to be loyal to you, you first be loyal to God and to them. And this is what God wants us to do that today. I, I tell you one, the Al-Moody, first, Barzillai, regardless of the situation of the king, the king was a refugee running at his lowest place in his life, running away from his son, yet he stood with him in his darkest hour. And you know what the Al-Moody said about that? He said, character is what a man is in the dark. I want to take a little, a little moment here and comment. Are we, are we, fathers, men, are we as loyal to our heavenly king as Barzillai was to his earthly king? When you go out, to your jobs. When you go out to so-called friends outside the church and you have friends at work or anywhere, when you go out with them, are you as loyal to your God and your church as you are in the church? Do you talk about the church and your friends and your family here, the family, in the loyalty that you have here, the same loyalty that you have there? Do you display that loyalty here outside as you display it here with your friends at church? Are you a one man? A Johnny one note man? When people talk to you, do they see this is the same? You talk to him, he's the same loyal person. He's the same loyal David. He's the same loyal Alex. He's the same loyal Brad, he's the same one. Wherever he is, we know where he stands. And when he was in Mahanaim, all over the all over the city, people knows when Barzillai. Yeah, where by? Here's a loyal man. Here's a loyal man. He even influenced the king. He even influenced the king. Someone said there is no middle ground with God about loyalism. There is no middle ground. And let me say this with all the love in my heart. Loyalties must be declared and commitments made sometimes to the point of severing other relationships. Let me repeat that. Loyalties must be declared and commitments made Sometimes to the point of severing other relationships. And if you stand today and face the world and face a standing for God, for your church, for your king, for your elders, if we come down a little bit, for your deacons, if you were to put into that test, would you take that stand? Do you want to influence your wife? Do you want to influence your family? 
your wife would like to see you a man of God who is loyal forever and ever. Who will not budge his loyalty to the Lord Jesus Christ. Men and women, fathers, God is looking for men like this man, Barzillai. He left a legacy behind him. As I said, he influenced the king. When the king, when time for the king came, and by the way, all the enemies of the kings, his son, who was after him to kill him, go read it. Guess what? He was following him in the woods. Maybe you saw it in movies. And while he was going under a tree, a branch of a tree, hit him there, and he was hanging from the branch of a tree, and he died. The general came and finished him off. And the counselor of his son, Ahitophel, when he knew that all his counsel were not right, you know what happened to him? He went and killed himself. And who was left in there? King David, again, victorious, because God was with him. And those who were loyal to him were compensated. Even, as I said, that he was, the king was influenced by him. When the time came for the king to see him leave, the king asked him, he says, come with me. He was influenced. He said, I can use for so- someone like you. You know what Barzillai said? The respect of authority there. He never addressed the king. He, he never, they never became one-on-one. Though the king slept in his bed, stayed with him for many months, huh? and he would never... When he came to the king, you know what it is? Though he was hated by everybody, he always said, my Lord. My Lord. And he called himself servant. In chapter 19, verses 35, he was invited by the king. He said, I can use someone like you. I can use some people who are as loyal as you are. Men, please listen to this and go study it at home. And you know what he answered? He said to the king, my Lord, I am now 80 years old. How can, what can a servant do at this, a servant? So many people, when they are become the friends of the king, they get so puffed up, you know, that I'm the friend of the king. And if you have a senator friend, oh boy, God help us. (laughs) He had the king, the highest, the highest person in the whole area. My Lord. I hope we respect those people who are in authority over us and treat them like Barzillai treated his king. I'm not worthy. And he goes on to say in verse 35, I don't want to be an added burden on you. So leave me alone here. But I can offer you someone who's far more better than me. Influence. I can offer you my son. Barzillai, you have faith in your son, of course. I set the example. 
I let my son who is young, who can be with you and defend you. And he didn't say, I am not going to go. Look at him, what he says, what he says to him. <laughs> Please let your servant return that I may die in my own city. And however, however, he says, who is he's your servant, my son, Shimham. Let him cross over with my Lord, the king, and do for him whatever is good in your eyesight. He didn't say, well, I've served you here. He didn't say, oh, please do to me this and this and that. You owe me whatever is good in your eyesight. Watch the influence. I walked you through this. The king answered, Shimham, Barzillai, Shimham, your son, will cross over with me. And I will do for him whatever is good in your sight. Fathers, men, when you please your king, when we please God, rest assured of one thing, and you surrender your life to him. When you live in loyalty to him, you know what? You can ask whatever you need from him, and he will say, I will do it for you. Amen. When, the, when the man who was blind was seeking God, and when see the Lord Jesus Christ, and he was crying, and the Lord, he came, and he came to Jesus. They brought him to Jesus. And Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? God will compensate loyalty. The king was influenced. He said, you've done to me so many things. I did not ask for. Now allow me. Allow me. What do you require of me? I will do for you. God will recompense loyalty. God will repay you for taking a stand for him, regardless of where you are. God will never forsake you in times of need. He was old, and he said, you want to go and die with be with your wife. He was loyal to his, to his wife and children. He says, they're going to die. I'm not going to leave them. I want to be with them. He appreciated that. He influenced the king. He says, stop here. I will do for him whatever you want me to do. Do you think we can approach God? If we are standing in such a loyalty, we can approach him and ask him to do whatever we need according to his will. Do you, say, do you think so? I do think so. I do think so. God will honor those who honor him. And that's my favorite word. And God will give you more than you ask for if you honor him in your life. You know, fathers, in a day when fathers desert their wives and children, is it what's happening today? Correct me? Okay. When unfaithfulness became a way of life for so many, when 50% of marriages and more in many sections of our land end up in divorce, 
when hundreds of thousands of little children grow up in broken homes, when husbands and wives break their vows and disrespect the word of God who gave them life and breath and all things, when friendship, when friendship is based on personal interests and selfish motives with great astonishment, you ask, where is loyalty? Dear friends, regardless of what we are going through in our land, regardless what you see around you, I am tired and sick and disgusted. Are you with me? Of what we see and what we hear? When people rely on worldly power and influential connections, I dare say today that there is no substitute for loyalty in language or in fact. Just go back in history and picture Moses standing before Pharaoh. And if it weren't for his loyalty, where we, would the children of Israel be today? Or the prophet Elijah facing the false prophets on the Mount Carmel. Imagine Nehemiah building the wall around Jerusalem. What a stand, what a loyalty. And people, his enemies are, are laughing at him. Oh, this wall, we can, we can just destroy it in no time. Right? Still, people go visit some of the walls that are still there. Time could not do anything to it. And they invited Nehemiah, come, come and talk to us about this stand that you're taking. So we can create a compromise. Don't live in compromise, dear brother or sister. Do not live standing for the word of God. Be loyal to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's my message to you today. That's my message to you today. Of course, you can influence your family by many things. First of all, let it be, let it be loyalty. Peter standing before those legalistic rabbis in the middle of their court and he's saying we must obey God more than men. That's what we need. We need men. We need fathers like this. Go out and stand firm for the Lord Jesus Christ. Loyalty is not a word to be said lightly. It's a way of life for the true Christian. Make it a way of life. Remember Luther in his days. He stood and he stood firm against all the Pope and all his followers. And all other martyrs. I remind, may I remind you, you know, who experienced mocking, scourging. Yes, also chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. The Bible says they were stoned. They were sawn in two. They were tempted. They were put to death with the sword. They went about in sheepskins, goatskins, being destitute, homeless, hungry, afflicted, and ill-treated. 
And people say, well, we can offer you a better deal here. Why? Why? Why are you going to the other side? He says, I will never betray the Lord Jesus Christ. Did he betray you on the cross? Was he loyal till the end? Did he set the example for us? Forgive them, fathers. Did he die? Did he die for us? It's not, is it too easy to take a stand with him and for him? Is it too, I would say, I should say, is it too difficult? Men and women, the Bible says, who counted not their lives dear to them, of whom the world has never been worthy. You know, when I think of all of them, think of Abraham. He could have said, I cannot do it. It's hard to do it. Your son. He knew God never makes mistakes. That's the point. Whenever I stand in loyalty to my belief that God can raise dead people. What happened to Abraham? He's an example of examples of the faith and a man of loyalty and courage forever and ever. If you take Joshua, I have names. We have no more time. If we take Joshua, who stood before the people of all Israel, he established the nation of Israel in its land then. He established them. But he stood at the end of his life. He says, I am going to stay loyal to God himself. As for me and my family, we shall continue. We shall... Period. Why are we stumbling? Why we cannot take a stand against the enemies of God? Why can't we say, here I stand? Men and women of this assembly, I want to address you all. You've been living in this assembly for quite some time. And our guest today, with all my heart, I tell you, take a stand with your church. Take a stand for what we believe in. We teach holiness. We teach separation. We teach godliness. And we teach loyalty. And stay with that. And the recompense will be greater than you ever think. You know what happened? What happened to Barzillai? The Bible closes his story. But do you think it ended there? Chapter 19, verse 30. I will end with this. Now the king went to Gilgal. And then he crossed at Jordan. And Shimham went with him. Like father, like son. Fathers set the examples of godliness. And went with him and all the people crossed the Jordan. What happened to Shimham? I would leave it to you to study what happened to Shimham. But I will give you a clue. David, never forget Barzillai. Open with me to First King. Chapter 2. First King, chapter 2. Leave you with this. I told you, I'll tell you the results of a stand. And I stand before you 
And I promise you, until I die, or until I hear the trumpet, I'll try to be an example of godliness, of honesty, and loyalty, until God takes us all. Look what happened. Verse 7. David is giving instructions to his son to take care of those people who helped him. Verse 7. A Solomon, show kindness to the son of Barzillai. Brings tears to my eyes. Not one son. More. They joined. They lived in Bethlehem. The king gave him a place. And he had a lodging place like his son. Like his father. A lodging place to welcome all these people when transiting there and hiding from the enemies. He says, show kindness to the son of Barzillai, the Giladite, and let them be among those who eat at your table. For they assisted me when I fled from Abishalom, your brother. Is there a recompense? Is there a reward? If you stand for God and you are honestly living for Him, is there a reward for loyalty, young man and young women? Is there? Yes, there is. And later on in the days, I don't have time anymore, in the days of Jeremiah, People were passing by, those who are running from their enemies. They found a lodging place in Bethlehem. And you know what they called that lodging place? Shimham's lodging place. Who's Shimham? The son of Barzillai. Your children and great-grandchildren will be influenced by your actions today. Fathers, Be the example in loyalty, in courage, and influence the generation to come. Because God will never forget your labor in vain. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless this church. Go stand for him. Let's pray. Father, we are thankful for this moment you give us. Help us to be loyal. Help us, Lord, to be courageous. Help us to stand for you regardless of what happens in life. Be with this congregation, each and every family, and those who couldn't be with us. May you visit with them and give them a wonderful day. Bless this Father's Day in the, in the hearts and lives and homes of each and every father and mother, Lord. And may the children learn from us, fathers, to follow you and never leave you. Until you come, dismiss us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.